Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've always wanted to do that. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. I am so excited to be joined by two very special guests from the Even the Little Things podcast. Say hi. Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm Johnny. And today we're going to be talking about Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, starring Brenda Song, which I love Brenda Song. She is Mm -hmm. so iconic. Sweet Life. Uh, What else? So many other things. Uh, I can't even think of that. She's just so iconic. (laughs) Uh, Get a Clue, Stuck in the Suburbs, Ultimate Christmas Present. So many amazing DCOMs. I just love her so much. And so before we get into it, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, talk a little bit about your podcast. Um, you guys have the yeah. floor. Hi. So as I've said before, I'm Hannah and Duani and I co-host the podcast, Even the Little Things. And we started a couple months ago because we really just wanted a place to talk about everything that we find important, teen topics, give advice, share like embarrassing stories and mistakes, just kind of, I don't know, be like relatable to other people and kind of share like the teen experience because we know it's really important for other people to hear that and besides podcasting I'm really into reading and baking and watching movies and tv shows um so this is right up my alley because I love watching DCOMs as a kid I was so obsessed with them um and yeah that's just kind of who I am Duani do you want to introduce yourself yeah like Hannah said we both started it because we both shared like a mutual lots of podcasts and thought it'd be cool to start one of our own and I really like to travel I like photography, I like being outdoors, and um, and also I do love watching Disney movies, and I think Disney movies back then like hit way different than the Disney movies they're making now. Like yes. what they're making now are not as enjoyable as the ones I used to watch when I was like a little girl, but yes. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for coming on. I can't wait to talk about this one, and I definitely agree. The old Disney movies are so much better. I have not made it like a strange thought on my podcast. I very clearly open it. I get a lot of nasty DMs about it, but it's okay. (laughs) But yes, so if uh, I always give a fun fact about myself, and I don't know what to talk about about myself today. My fun fact for today is that, I don't know. I have no fun fact for today. (laughs) I like for my first fun fact for the one that I recorded earlier, I said that I fell down the stairs today, which is kind of fun. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) but I'm okay. No broken bones. But oh, I guess I could say that uh, this is the second one I've recorded today. That's a fun fact. So yes, thank you guys so much. So we're going to get into our brief overview of the movie which I love my brief overviews. So Wendy Wu is a 2006 Disney Channel original movie, which that is like 15 years ago, which is like crazy because I feel like this wasn't that long ago, but like I remember watching it as a kid. And so it makes me feel like kind of old. Right. Um, And so it stars Brenda Song and Shin Koamata. I hope I'm saying that correct. And it is about a Chinese monk who visits wendy who is a teenager and is a reincarnation of a female warrior which is kind of cool i don't know like the whole movie felt very like rushed in a way like there was a lot going on and so like i totally forgot that she was like a female warrior but he comes and warns her about yan lo who is 
attempting to destroy the world. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's like a really good way to put it in like a sentence. So if you guys want to like add anything or like talk about Mm. that, it was just, it was, I don't know. The plot (laughs) is very wishwashy. It's very rushed. It's like, yeah, I felt so short. Um, but also like it's Brenda's song and I feel like she did a really good job and like the way that they portray like like we said I oh we weren't on recording when we said this but this is like the only Asian Disney Channel representation that is like fully based around them they are they do a lot of like that best friend kind of thing in like sweet life um, every other movie that Brenda's song is in on Disney Channel (laughs) and I don't know I feel like I that they chose Brenna Song is really good, but I just feel like off the bat, it feels very, um, I don't want to say racist, but it just felt yeah. very, it felt very racist. And like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I didn't think I'd say that on a podcast, but like the whole narrative is very, it's very stereotypical. It's very right. like the Asian uh, warrior, karate, <laughs> kung fu and i just i i didn't like that it just kind of made me feel a little uncomfortable i don't know if like you guys felt that way too yeah i mean i am asian american so what and i'm I'm not chinese so i can't say anything about you know the chinese experience or the perspective and i don't want to like put insert myself into that right yeah but i definitely did feel a little bit like they were marketing this as a big kind of representation kind of thing And it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever gotten like a college admission, like um, emails where it's like, here's how diverse our campus Uh, is. It reminded me a lot about that. They want to be really, really diverse without putting in the actual work of being diverse. So I think that they kind of took like the karate Asian thing and ran with it. And they were just like, you know what? That's Asian representation right there. And I did have like a lot of problems with some of the things that they were, um, and we can discuss this later, but some of the things that they were, you know, saying or doing, I was like, I don't know if that's necessarily respectful of Chinese culture or Asian culture in general. Um, so yeah, I would agree with you. It was a little, uh, it was a little, yeah. And I do agree <laughs> that the plot was a little rushed. I mean, at certain points, I was like, what even is this plot? And Maybe it could have done better as like a TV show, so it would be like more. Ooh, that would have been better. Out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Duani, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I think like watching it when I was younger, I didn't like really see a problem with it because I was kind of happy that there was like Asian representation and that like the the main character was like female and that they like portrayed her like kind of well. But like now looking back at it, like it's still a good movie, but there's like a lot of things that they could have done better. They just took like Asian elements put it all together and just like decided to call it a movie very stereotypical and I mean I, just, I feel like for 2006 that's like pretty good I mean and I feel like if the movie came out now it wouldn't be portrayed as well because we're trying to fight the Asian Asian stereotypes and having a movie that just takes a bunch of stereotypical things put it together and calls it an Asian representation movie I don't think would work well now yeah I agree I'm so glad that I wasn't the only one thinking this throughout the movie I was like as a kid I always loved watching it mostly because of Brenda's song and I just felt like it was like so cool like the karate thing but like looking back I was like oh no 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 (laughs) so that's why I'm so excited to talk about this movie so I just have a quick fun fact before we begin it had more than 5.7 million viewers 
uh, which was like one of the highest view decoms at the time. So like we said, very marketed, very pushed as like very representation diverse, but it did not, it was not executed very well. And it is actually the highest um, rated um, film that premiered on Disney Channel Japan, which I think is cool, but also kind of puts that narrative, like we said, of just like that, I don't know, not very well executed, diverse thing. And so I guess, honestly, let's just get right into our first character, which is Wendy Wu, Brenda Song. I love Brenda Song so much. Like I said, I said that so many times. I apologize. (laughs) But she in this movie is very, like, kind of like a London Tipton kind of character. Like, I feel like it was almost too much like London Tipton. She zones out in class. She's not the, the brightest bulb. They kind of portray her as kind of, like, not the smartest and I don't, I didn't like that, honestly, because I just felt like they were, like, undermining her. But then, like, in the end, she, like, ends up being, like, a powerful warrior. So I feel like the contrast of being, like, not smart, but she's a powerful warrior was, like, kind of, like, their idea that they wanted there. And I felt like it was okay. She is very, very teen girly. I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. She's a teen girl. She's She screams a lot in this movie like a lot I was so shocked at how many times she was screaming like there's a whole scene where they scream for like two minutes long and I was like okay but honestly I don't know Brenda Song I feel like she did a really good job with what was given to her I mean she can't she didn't write this movie but I feel like she portrayed well like her character she's strong she has the powers which also the powers like came out of nowhere that's a side note (laughs) but no it was so good I think she did a really good job So, Hannah, if you want to give your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I wrote actually wrote down in my notes when I was watching this movie, I was taking notes. I wrote down, this is London Tipton. Like, I, I, I wrote it down. I was like, this is, I think they took the only Asian main character they had on Disney Channel and was like, let's throw it onto this one, which I don't know if I necessarily appreciated. Um, I do appreciate that she wasn't like a stereotypical, like, Asian even again like I don't like the stereotype that it's like Asian people need to be smart and if you want to break that they're going to be dumb like you can be so many other things and not have it be like a stereotype which I didn't really like so it was like one stereotype to another it was like if you're not smart you're not a normal Asian person which is what I think they're trying to go for because the whole problem with the family is that they're so out of touch with their Asian heritage so I think what they were trying to go for was like oh they're not a normal Asian family (laughs) you know she's dumb the parents are not into the culture they're like um living in Southern California like valley girl like I think that's what they were going for which is like okay I get it but you know again it touches on this like weird fringe gray area that I don't know if would be okay today um but I did like Wendy's character I feel like her character was like probably one of the better ones <laughs> yeah in this movie, which says a lot um it says a lot and um I did appreciate her character development I felt like she really kind of developed a lot which I liked um so yeah she was like an okay character like I wouldn't say she was the worst like I there are some worse characters but you know she was okay yeah, I agree 100% with that. Duani? I think, like, the whole movie, like Hannah said, um, it's, like, this Asian, or 
not Asian, he's like American born Chinese, um, they're American born Chinese, right? And I feel like that, like a lot of people can like relate to that. And like, you know, being born here and not being in like touch with your, like, your roots. And like, I used to struggle with that. But I think like the way that they went about with the movie and trying to like portray the struggles of like American born Asians and like how we're so, like how a lot of us are not in touch with our roots and like how we should be. I, I don't like, like the way that they went with that route. And there were so many like microaggressions and like, uh, there was like a lot of things like where, um her friend or someone was like like Shen should like go back to his monk and like it's some like a lot of like weird stuff and I was just like and I feel like in a way they like tried to portray what a lot of his face microaggressions but like the way that they like went about it I, I didn't like they could have went about it with like a better approach than like they did yeah I agree I just felt it was like just watching I just was like oh dear like (laughs) this was not be very good today and yeah this Wendy like we said really good and I feel like the way that they portrayed her kind of like the opposite of the stereotype but it just made it more of a stereotype I feel Mm -hmm. like is the best way to describe that so yeah but Brenda Song I like I said I love her love her so up next we have the like sensei who he i don't really know how to say his name and i don't want to butcher it so like i'm just gonna like say the sensei i guess he scared me as a child i just want to say he freaked me out he is very like stalkery like i mean that's kind of his whole point Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of like was giving you vibes a little bit and like he (laughs) just was like I don't know he's like following her around the whole time like the entire movie like he never leaves her side ever basically and like when he first comes in he's like doing all these cool stunts like karate kung fu like kind of feeding into that again and he like has this necklace and he puts it on her and it's like so (laughs) creepy like she's asleep and he just puts it on her because it's like it's gonna save her it's gonna save her and like that's all he keeps saying it's gonna save you you need to protect yourself and he's like the whole point of them is for him to like save her and my favorite line he ever said is is when he's in the school and he's clearing out the bathroom so that she can be safe and go in the bathroom and says toilet now safe yeah and i was like oh my god first off it's not grammatically correct um which i I don't know. It's just like kind of like he, I mean, obviously he doesn't speak English. I'm pretty sure he also speaks Chinese as well. But I was like, oh my God. And it was just so funny. Like toilet now safe. I died laughing. Like that's how, like, if I'm laughing at that, like that kind of says something about this movie. It's just, it didn't have like for, especially for him. I feel like he was very faithful. He was doing his best to protect her. Like that was his job as a monk, but he's just creepy. He comes off just so crazy in the scene he's chasing them in the car he's like attached to the car and like they're screaming at him for like two whole minutes i was like and he's i don't know and like the girls are like do you know this guy and i it was just really i don't know it was just so weird to me like that whole character like i get like he's supposed to be like the leading figure like teaching her like the ways of the sensei or like to reveal that she's this powerful figure but the way that they portrayed him i just didn't i just got stalker creepy vibes yeah i mean i don't think i have anything else to add yeah i mean it kind of reminds me of just like everyday things as like a female like people (laughs) yeah random creepy men 
sometimes follow you and it's scary no like for real um and like there's this one line i i agree with you with the creepy like joe from you thing um there's this one line um in the movie like in the beginning when he gets to her house and he's like don't be frightened and then she's like she like kicks him out and i was like yeah like i would kick him out too that is really creepy just think about this a random guy it doesn't matter what gender you are, you know, what orientation, mm-hmm. whatever. A random guy shows up to your house and like enters like without you letting him in almost like vampire diaries where they like want to get into like, yes. the house or whatever. Yeah. He comes in and tries to put like this weird medallion on you and is like, this will keep you safe. Like talk about some mansplaining there. Like I know, no, 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 no. I don't need your necklace. First of all, I mean, she did, but for context sake, I get why she didn't want to put it on. And, but they made it seem like she was irrational for not wanting to put it on. But it's like, that's like a creepy, that's a creepy thing. Um, Other than his creepy vibes, I think he had like good intentions. Yeah, good intentions for sure. He had some good intentions. Like, I mean, he was a really grounded character. I mean, he he wanted to protect Wendy, which I really appreciate. You know, I I thought that was cool. Um, And uh, he did have like an accent. And I like get what they're trying to do there, but it, was, it seemed a, it was a little off. Like you said, like he would talk in very like not grammatically correct sentences, like on purpose. And like, it was a little weird. I was like, oh, okay. They're really trying to do the accent thing here. Um, and there's this like one scene that didn't sit right with me. It was like when she gives him like this like makeover and they take off his like robes, like his, his traditional Chinese, like robes and everything and she's like there now you're normal that didn't sit right with me because it was like wait what's wrong with his like traditional robes like that's a part of his culture that's a part of her culture it's weird that now like okay and then like afterwards when he started wearing normal quote-unquote clothes he was like accepted by everyone which is really weird because it's like oh if you take off your weird chinese clothes you'll be accepted by everyone which i didn't really like either but overall, I mean, I would say he's probably one of the better characters, which again, the fact that we're calling him a better character is like really funny to me. But um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad. He was just a little creepy. Yeah. And there was another line that I just wanted to add that someone said like, he, they like made a comment because I, he's like, I'm assuming naked under the robe. And like someone made a comment or something like, how does it like, do you get air? I don't know what it was. It was so dumb. And I was like, what? <laughs> Like in, it was just so nonchalant. I think it was like the brother and like they were at the dinner table when he first got there. And I was like, you just said that. You really just said that. I was, I was just in shock. Like the way that they just like treated the characters. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like when I watched it when I was younger, like I did not find anything wrong. With, like Me too. So I'm like following her around. And now that I watched it again, I was like, why did I think that was okay? And I feel like when we're, if that's like the message that it gives out to like younger kids, like, you know what, if there's like a man following you around, eventually like trust him and like, 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 I don't know, hang out with him. I think that's kind of like a creepy message to give out. And I was like, if I thought when I was younger that that's okay for someone to do, like imagine what other people thought, like they also probably thought that was okay for like a man to like hang around and like, I don't know. That was like the whole creepy thing. And like, I don't know. I his character was okay like it wasn't one of the best but like again if you compare it to everyone else like way better than him 
Yeah, it was just so weird. And I just, I, like I said, like you said, I did not see anything wrong with this film as a child. And I like looking back, I can't even believe like that. <laughs> but like this character is just so he's just creepy. And like the medallion like isn't even cute. It's like this huge like hunk of gold. Yeah. And like, he's like, wear this, wear this, it's gonna save you. Like, he like, I don't know, I just was really irritated by that, I guess. And like, like you said, the not grammatically correct sentences just felt like I was just not a fan of like how they portrayed that, like very stereotypical accent route, which that in itself has its own problems. Um, and so up next, we have the villain, which is Yan Lo. And that got okay, the whole point of this, this movie is so like the villain is so scary to me. Because like, it's like a box. That's like a green light. And all of a sudden the green like escapes and like infects people. And if you look them in the eye, then you become one of them. And it just made no sense to me because at some point, every single person would have been looked at assumingly. So like it only spread to certain people. And I guess it's so stupid for me to say, it just like made no sense to me. It's like everyone was looking at each other. So how come like, and it's just so scary. Like the green as a child that terrified me. Like not even the dude following her around terrified me, but like the green thing terrified me. And then like the whole in the end and like it comes like together and they have like that huge like metal thing and it all comes together. And it was just so weird. Like it was so stereotypical, like very at the end, like they had like the statue thing. I was like, no, because like that's really the first time you see like it's full being. And I was just like, I don't know. The the villain in this movie, I can't give much credit to, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I wrote down in my notes, like, LOL, the CGI. Like, the- <laughs> yeah, it's me <laughs> too. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, scary looking, but I just want to emphasize that it's, like, this weird, like, CGI, like, green light stuff that, like, infects people. Like, it, it starts off with, like, like, it's, like, in this box, and then, like, green light comes out, and it, like, kills this, like, flower, and then, like, it gets to the security guard, and then they, like, when it, like, infects them, they can't, like, think. They just, like, kind of grunt, and they're, like, I'm like weird it's 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 so weird strange and like I don't think he was like a full fleshed out villain like it starts off in this green box but then once it grows power becomes this like statue guy and it was just really strange this is the best way I can describe it like in most Disney Channel movies I feel like we have like a really fleshed out villain or like something getting in the way like I don't know, High School Musical, I guess people would think that, I don't know, Sharpay is a villain, even though I don't consider her a villain. Me too, I don't consider her. She's misunderstood, that's a whole other thing. But, you know, in like, um, what other Disney Channel movies? I mean, there's always like a fully fleshed out villain, you know? And you can tell that it's the villain too. Yeah, like in Descendants, like Mal's mom, she's like a villain, you know? I mean, she's an actual villain, you know? She's Mm -hmm. Um, but like in this, it was like weird. Like, who was the villain? Is it the girl she's running against for a homecoming queen? Is it her family? Is it herself? Like, is her is it the sensei, the creepy sensei? Yeah, like- is is he like Joe from you? Like, what's going on here? Um, but instead, no, it's you're supposed to believe it's the CGI uh, green light, which is you know, very that's an interesting choice. Um, so it's confusing because it's like scary, but at the same time, it's like is he the villain? Like, it was so like ominous. Like you had no idea what was happening. Like you just saw it happening, but you're like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, 
it would be like Wendy training or like Wendy like handing out cupcakes and then like two seconds later it's like and then you would be like in the like another scene like somebody getting like green light and you're like oh no but it's like oh no I don't know it was confusing I had no emotion watching the green light yeah honestly. I was like huh <laughs> it was just confusing overall like there's too much going on like now that I think about it like there's so much happening that you can't keep up. Like one minute, like she's doing something, the next minute, like the villain's doing something. And then like suddenly there's a green eye and suddenly she's like running against someone and like this guy and like, there's so much going on around. Like, I don't really like the villain thing. And like you said, in like other movies, it's so obvious who the villain is, but like in this, it's like everywhere. Like there's no clear picture. I think they just put like way too much together in like one movie and they should have either split it up or made the movie longer or like taken some parts out because like all together it's just like way too rushed and it seems like unfinished or like just not like well structured it's not yeah it was really rushed compared to like other films i feel like that way and also it's funny you mentioned descendants because i just recorded an episode on descendants today so that's coming out the week after this one so you guys should go check out that episode uh but so yeah the villain doesn't get an approval for me. I was very confused. Uh, but the next character is Alan Waglom, who plays Jessica Dawson, who is tech kind of like the villain. I feel like the villain you would think is the villain, but it's not the villain. And she is running against Wendy for Homecoming Queen. And she is very like Regina Georgie from Mean Girls. Very mean girl, very popular. I'm way better than you are. And mm-hmm. I did not like that at all because I feel like any movie where there's like the mean girl, except for Sharpay. Sharpay gets her own exception. But she just felt so weird. And like she, she did obviously, spoiler alert, Wendy wins, but then she gives her the title of Homecoming Queen. Why would you do that? Like her. <laughs> it was like so bad. And I was just like the whole villain thing. And then the, like you have the green light. And then in the end, she's the one that is like fighting Wendy because she's been infected with the green light. So is she the villain? Like, I was just so confused. And like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just me, but like the whole, like she also is the villain. And she is also like in love with this guy. But Wendy also likes the same guy. And then like he leaves Wendy. And there's so much going on for like a Disney Channel original movie. And I just felt so lost. And, like, then there was this girl. And for, like, the longest time, I forgot about her because I fell asleep watching this last night. And then I woke – then, like, I started it again. And I was like, wait, where did she come from? And then, like, she came. But it was just so confusing. And, like, adding her, she was so ungrateful, so annoying. And then, like, Wendy just gave everything up for her. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah, that's all I have to say about Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at first, I was like, why are we hating on Jessica? Like, it was this weird, like, girl-on-girl, like, hate kind of thing. Like, Wendy was so mean to Jessica for, like, no reason in the beginning. Like, honestly, like, in, like, the first 25 minutes of the movie, Jessica didn't do anything. Like, she she was just running for Homecoming Queen. And, like, the only reason why we were supposed to hate her was because she was running for Homecoming Queen against Wendy. Like, there's no other reason. Like, she wasn't rude yet. She just had a killer campaign. Like, you know, she was on the news station. You know, she was. She was oh, that was so random. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. 
And then she starts to get mean. So like all of a sudden she goes from like kind of passive aggressive, like we're supposed to hate her for no reason to like, we're going to hate her because she's really mean. Like, like the first 25 minutes she was fine. And then after that, she was just like mean. Like it was like, it was really weird because it was like promoting this like weird, like hatred with her. But like, we didn't really have a reason to hate her until later. And then we were like, oh, we hate her. It was like, weird i mean she gives me like really weird energy like she gives me um that like one person at school like that you're always like passive aggressive with yeah she gives me major those vibes like you're always like oh are we friends are, are we, we not you know like, i like- agree yeah she gave me weird vibes she made me feel a little uncomfortable <laughs> um and honestly like her only like thing to the plot was that she wanted to be homecoming queen like Mm-hmm. Really, really bad and like we don't really delve into it but like wendy's like oh she's always wanted to be me or whatever which is like weird and like okay this movie weirdly reminded me of like geek charming for like <laughs> such a random like it reminded me of geek charming because like there's like this weird guy who's not normal and the popular girl who's trying to win like whatever dance queen and then there's like the side character like in geek charming there's that one girl who like is like not popular, but like she's like also like there. And like this Jessica girl reminds me of that. And like, it was just weird. I totally agree with you. And now that you've said Geek Charming, I can't like unsee it. Cause it's like kind of the same formula almost, but like different storyline, like less stereotypical, obviously. But um, listen to episode 33 where I talk about Geek Charming, everyone. Free plug. Yeah. But yeah, Jessica. And like, it felt like an afterthought to make her the villain. I don't know if it was just me, but like they started like, oh, okay, she's just going to be like, kind of like not so nice. But then in the end, they just like, oh yeah, she's the complete villain. You hate her. It was weird. It felt very afterthoughty. So that was my two cents. (laughs) I loved Geek Charming. Like I watched it way too many times when I was younger. And like, because I thought the guy was also really cute. So I like, watched it way too many times. But like, I also agree with the Jessica thing. Like usually in a movie, you can like, there's like a clear reason as like why we hate that person. Which started off like fine. That's like me and you like running for something and like me just hating you because we both decided to run for the same thing. Like that's not a reason to hate someone. And then she's became like really mean. And then like she turned into like the villain, like if you consider her a villain. And like from like just... A classmate running against each other to like then like her fighting her in the end like it didn't make any sense and then also like her giving up like the homecoming queen title whatever it's supposed to like show like oh you know what there's like more important things than becoming like homecoming queen but like like why like she could have won the she could have won and she could have been like the homecoming queen like she could have won against the villain and been like both like there was not a reason for like that to not happen like i don't know why she gave it up like i thought she should just keep it and like have not given it up because like i i would have kept it personally (laughs) (laughs) yeah i totally agree it just felt very right like the whole idea of like jessica just felt like i don't know it just was such an afterthought and i don't know why wendy like gave into her like tactics uh, I, I will never understand, but yes. Um, and she also has like some pretty sick fighting scenes in the end, I thought were pretty cool, but they were using so much slow-mo. I was like, why is there so much slow-mo? Like the entire shot was in slow-mo. Like, I don't know if I found that, it was just me that found that super weird, but I was like, why is this in so much slow-mo? The special effects were 2006 special effects. 
No, like, not just 2006 effects. <laughs> it was 2006 Disney Channel effects. Yeah, like low budget, like bring in the slow-mo, like bring in this weird CGI, like... And then they like, but like as kids, we ate that up. We were like, that is, that is the issue. Like, this is the best thing ever. Like, oh my God, so cool. Like, so <laughs> I don't know. That's something about kids. Like they just. I thought like the whole green eye thing was like the coolest thing back then. Now that I look at it, it was like, just like eyes turning green. Like there's nothing special about it or anything cool. It was just like, there's nothing cool about it anyways. I don't know why I thought it was, like, so amazing. That was, like, oh, my God. Like, his eyes are turning green. Like, what the heck? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's 2006 for sure. For sure. So, up next, we have Sai Shin, who plays Grandma Wu, who is interesting, to say mm-hmm. the least. She is, like, the only one that embraces her culture, her language, throughout the entire film. And she seems to, like be like in on it like the whole time because she's like welcoming in the random stranger like they're having dinner together and she's like seems to, like appreciate him so much and i'm just like okay like if a random person came into my house you're not eating dinner with me and she just she's the only like we said the only one that speaks the language and i feel like they I, i'm glad that they included captions because i feel like some disney channel shows where they like, speak another language like it's kind of confusing but like she also was like a major part of the story but like they didn't tell you why she was a major part of the story she just felt very left, like unopened. Like they didn't develop her enough for me. I don't know. Was was that just like me? I don't know. I think that she was like my favorite character, which <laughs> says too. which says something about like it. Like I just really liked her. Like, um, she was definitely like underdeveloped. Like she was definitely a side character, but like she was the best character because I felt like she was like the only like authentic person there. And like my favorite thing she said was like, just because you don't miss it doesn't mean it isn't missing when she talks about like culture and like embracing like who you are, which I think is important because it did hit like certain things that I think they were trying to accomplish with like representation and everything. But yeah, she was a little weird. Like the when she like put this like medallion thing on like Wendy like while she was sleeping I was like all right grandma like you're a little like (laughs) it's a little creepy um and she like again like welcomes in Shen like the sensei guy um into the house like if my grandma wouldn't do that like my grandma like lives with us like part-time like she wouldn't let a random stranger like she's scared of like you know random strangers like she wouldn't let them in um so I was like I liked her because I think she was like the most like authentic character and like out of like development sake like fleshed out like we knew who she was like we knew like she's the grandma we know that like she's knowledgeable we know that like she's you know we know she's Wendy's grandma like you know it was like it was she was like the governing figure or whatever mm-hmm. um Whereas, like, all the other characters were, like, very confusing. Like, when we were talking about Jessica, like, she's confusing. Like, what was her, like, role in that? Like, you know, some characters were very confusing. So I just, I appreciated her the most um, because I just felt like she was, like, the most respectful <laughs> towards, like, culture and, like, identity. Um, but, yeah, I would agree with you. She's, like, definitely not, like, fully fleshed out. But, like, for this movie, like... Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. And that quote that you mentioned is actually what I'm thinking is going to be my motivational Monday for the week that this is posted. So I actually really like that. You said that. Okay, so, Duani, Grandma, what did we think of Grandma Wu? <laughs> I agree with everything that you guys have to say. I just have, like, one question. Why did it take, like, a random guy for her to, like, finally, like, 
embrace her like Chinese cultural roots when like her grandma is like so authentic and so with into like her roots and it took a random guy for her to like, finally yeah. it's mooncakes that brought them all together like I don't know if you guys saw the scene but the dad <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever like I'm sorry to interrupt but like the dad <laughs> takes like this mooncake and he's like why did it take me so long to embrace my Chinese culture? And the mom's like, in just one day, this one guy taught me about Chinese culture. And the dad's like, he taught me about mooncakes. He gave everybody in this family something. And I was like, wait, all of this because he gave them a dessert? Like, that was the weirdest thing to me. Like, he didn't even teach them a lesson. Like, they weren't all there for the battle. Like, her parents don't even know what's going on. But they were like, these mooncakes, though. Yeah, it was so weird i wrote that down i was like mooncakes question mark because it's so i don't look up what a mooncake was because i'm very uncultured and like i was like oh that sounds cool but i'm like mooncakes like all of this over a mooncake i was like so confused and like you said it took them to a random stranger creepy guy to really <laughs> embrace their culture when their grandma seems to have been living in the culture this whole time I totally agree with you. I'm I'm sorry we cut you off, but no, no I was done. I was done. I was okay, done. good. Okay, so the next character that we're gonna talk about is the mom. And now, right off the bat, the mom is like doing a exhibit at the museum, which is cool. I actually kind of enjoyed that. But the first note I have about the mom is that she is Miss Lee from Victorious. And I don't know if you guys know who that is, but it's like the one episode where her daughter is in the play and she's like stuck in the well and she's like, I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. You probably yeah. know. But that show that she played a very, she had a sushi cafe and was very stereotypical, just like this movie. And I was like, oh my God, why does she always get cast in this kind of stuff? <laughs> Because, like, that episode is so, like, she's been in so many Victoria things. And I was just, like, felt bad because I feel like in that one, it's so stereotypical as well. And, like, this one, and I was just, like, but the mom is pretty useless, to be frank. <laughs> she doesn't really do anything except for that exhibit. And, like, you see her in the beginning, like, the middle. And I I don't even think she was in the end. Like, I don't know where she went. Like, I don't know if I missed something. Like, if she got, like, infected by the green. Or I don't know what was going on. But... All of a sudden, I was like, oh, she's here. Then she's not there. And she seemed to, like, be, like, totally fine with the random dude as well. And, like, her breath. Like, everyone is just so, like, the only person that is, like, not okay with the random dude is Wendy. Like, everyone else is like, oh, my gosh. Hey, random stranger, come in. Like, come in. Yeah. That's so weird. And, like, the mom, she was just so useless. And the only reason I talked about it is because she was from Victorious. Yeah. I mean... Okay, the one thing that really bothered me is that the mom works at the museum, right? So, like, you'd think that she would know, like, history and, like, culture, but she's, like, so confused about Chinese culture. Like, and I get the point they're trying to make, whereas, like, a lot of people are disconnected from their culture. Like, for me, definitely, I'm, like, disconnected from, like, certain parts of Korean culture, right? But I feel like if you work at a museum, like, you should be a little bit more. And then, like, not only that, but she's, like, spearheading, like, the Chinese, like, exhibit that's supposed to open so it's like i feel like if you're curating this museum thing like the only reason you'd be like in charge of that is because like you have like some knowledge about it or something but it was like weird how she was like so like she's like "Ah, i know nothing about chinese culture like i'm so confused i was like what's going on here like you're like a fully functioning adult with the job at this museum like what's going on and like she was very just like 
disconnected from like culture and like her mom and like yeah she was like, a little bit disrespectful towards her mom like she was like like teach me the culture but like it was, it was weird and like yeah we didn't really see her much like she's useless like I don't really know what like her point in this whole thing is except to be like the mom of Wendy or and, the like, exhibit because like the exhibit is like where in the final scene like all of a sudden they're in the exhibit and like the like the villain comes out of like the exhibit and I was like yeah. what happened I I was confused Haley's and that was like her only point was like her mom and like the exhibit and then like at the end when they do that battle like they like totally mess up the exhibit so like what is the mom gonna do like they didn't talk about that like there's like pots that are broken and like these are not just any pots these are like ancient Chinese pots like like and they just like left to get like a frappuccino or something or cappuccino or whatever they were getting like oh, i don't know whatever chocolate whatever they like were like all right we just had this epic battle let me just leave this mess at this museum like what's the mom gonna do when she gets back to the museum like that stuff is broken like and they just left it and went and got a cappuccino which was very interesting it's oh. so random like i <laughs> cappuccino and like at, literally at the end i'm pretty sure the last line is let's go get a cappuccino and they just walk away yeah. and it was over <laughs> But yeah, no, the mom's useless. Yeah. For me. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree with all of that. And like, I don't have many thoughts on her because again, she's like not really like a big part of the thing except to like show that again, she just like Wendy, she's also disconnected from her culture. But I feel like the only like thing, like good thing that she portrayed was like real life instances. Cause like her boss like dumped her, like put her in the Chinese exhibit. Cause he like, he assumed that like she knew everything about like because she's Chinese and that's like something like we like face in real life because like like just because I'm like Indian like people assume that like I know everything or like or people assume that I'm um Hindu and I'm not just because I'm Indian and so people like assume that I know everything and so for like this one social studies project that we were doing like they made me like the head of the person like to do the whole project which I ended up doing by myself and I had to research all of it but they just assumed like I knew everything so they were like oh, well, it's a like, good year on our team now so you can like do it because like you know it. And I was like, that's not how it works. And so I thought that was like the one like okay thing that they portrayed, like how we, how like people, you know, assume things about us. But like other than that, I don't really like her character. There was like nothing interesting or she didn't add much to that plot of the story. Yeah, I agree. And like the part you said about doing a project by yourself, literally me <laughs> right now because group projects, I hate group projects. I say it all the time on the podcast, but whatever also like i feel like off the top of my head there's no other characters that are worthy of being talked about like the rest of them just add nothing i think one was like wendy's best friend yeah oh my god what is her i don't even know her name i hated the two of them i wrote so many comments about them i was like what is up with these two people like they perpetuate like racial stereotypes they perpetuated like sexist stuff like they just said whatever was on their mind like they they were so mean too like they were like oh like you're with that shen guy like shouldn't you like distance yourself and like they said so they said like wild stuff like i was like wow i felt so uncomfortable by them like i just did not like their characters period i was like eh. I feel like bad because like I don't even remember the best friend besides like I remember now that you say like I didn't like her but like um, I, I can't even believe that like frankly but um I think like the worst thing that she said was like um she suggested that Shen Goran's like monk grabbing and like handing out chopsticks with Wendy's name for homecoming queen and I was like 
that's like I, beyond stereotypical and like what is that like what kind of a comment is i that? cringe I so hard now i know who you guys are talking about like i'm i'm on the same page now <laughs> that that comment i just wrote chopsticks down and now that you say like i connected like why i wrote that down but that line was just so annoying and like there's this other line where she's like oh my like talking about jessica she's like she's trying to steal your popularity so like they're like also like putting on this like let's hate this other girl like let's like egg this other girl like it was so weird like how like racist they were just like in general with the chopsticks thing and like how like they want to perpetuate this like weird thing where it's like let's hate this other person for like zero reason like maybe like one or two reasons but like they like hated people who just were not normal and they just like I don't know if they were like supposed to be like that but like they were just not good friends like at all like I don't know like it uh and I, like out, out of like all the Disney Channel like um, movie like friends, like they were like one of the worst. Like you know they have like those friends where it's like oh they're friends for now, but at the end of the movie she'll ditch them. Like the main character will ditch them and be like I found my true self. It wasn't even that either. Like it was just like she kept everything the same. Like and she's gonna keep these friends. And it was it was weird. It was a weird time. It was just so. Now that you said like it's so like it's the worst disney channel friendship i think honestly <laughs> and like the way like you the way that they did it is just i don't even know like what they were trying to go for and like the comments and everything it's just so awkward like i can't even believe that this is one of my favorites as a child like i feel like i should like apologize to everyone <laughs> who like absolutely hates this film because i feel like for some reason it's like a growing number but um so yeah i'm pretty sure that's like all the characters i mean like we have the, the teacher and stuff but like nothing like worthy of talking about we have uh, we already talked about the green flame but really it's like all the same like you know the same um crap over and over again with this movie um i hate saying that but like that's just like a fact so now we can talk about the plot of the movie which there's a lot to unpack like we said there's so much it's coming at us left and right and right and left and i guess let's just start from the top so we open on a scene of wendy in like an outdoor cafeteria like the outdoor cafeteria looked pretty cool i mean i live in wisconsin so that would never happen because it's like colder than cold it's like below zero right now but i thought it was like super cute and we see wendy well, actually, I should say, first it opens up with this really weird picture of, like, Brenda Song's face edited onto, like, this warrior body, and it's so creepy. It's, like, it's so fake. It's, like, really bad. And, like, the mu- Okay, the music is, like, supposed to be super stereotypical, but I thought it was, like, actually kind of, like, good. Like, I would, like, listen to that. Like, it's, like, relaxed, like, study music. Like, it just sounded, like, chimey. Like, it sounded good. Like, I was actually shocked because I- it was supposed to be stereotypical. It was stereotypical. But it sounded, like good i like I, I i don't know if that's a good thing that i'm saying that but it's just like it wasn't bad like music it just fell out of place in some parts because like it wasn't had anything to do like they're sitting at lunch and you hear like chinese like music in the background and i was like why are they putting that there it just felt very out of place but it it, it was good <laughs> like i i probably am gonna get canceled for saying that but it's okay <laughs> okay yeah so back to the homecoming queen thing which i'm still a little confused on like why we hate that girl but we digress and so and then we see her like her brother takes a cookie from the evil person or like say that she's evil and like she does like some weird thing like i don't know what she did 
like yeah and they're like what everyone's like who like they're all freaking out like who what happened and i was like oh are you guys okay like it was so <laughs> weird and like the cookie like just broke perfectly in half it was like and he's like holding up the cookie and she's like oh he's a football player he's on a strict diet yeah <laughs> He's weird. And, like, I think part of that was, like, she's always had powers or whatever. But it's, like, then why is everyone so shocked that, like, she's throwing this, like, lipstick thing? And, like, later in the movie, like, she does this, like, really awesome, like, um, soccer move. And people are, like, yeah, good job, Wendy. This is, like, wait a minute. Like, why are we freaked out over the lipstick thing? Because later in the movie, she does this cool soccer thing. And that's, like, normal. Like, I don't know. It was a weird time. <laughs> it really so was. Oh, you the can soccer go. trick looked like, sorry the soccer trick looked so like unbelievable and i was like how does one's body like move like that and like the slow-mo of like the ball coming and like her legs and i was like that i don't know there's some like weird editing and like things effects going on in that movie no i agree like the whole soccer thing was also like super random like it was thrown in for absolutely no reason like, it just felt really random, and I feel like it was just, like, a way for her to show off her tricks. Like, oh my gosh, she can, like, flip, ooh, and she can kick, she knows karate, ooh. It just felt so out of place, and I was like, oh, why are they doing this? But then from there, like, it only got even more confusing, because they're in the classroom, and, like, this guy's like, Wendy, Wendy, come back to Earth, come back to Earth, because she's, like, zoned out, which is, like, totally relatable. But, like, he was just like so like talking down to her and he's like come to earth come to earth and i was like and everyone's like laughing at her because she doesn't know how to name this country like unfortunately like this is gonna sound so bad to me but like if i know like some countries but like if you just point out a random country on a map i can't be like oh my gosh i know for confidence that that is this country and like everyone's laughing at her and i was like what like they're so easily bothered at this school like it's so shocking like they're laughing at a girl not being able to name a country but they're like astonished by her kicking and like flipping and and like then a cookie like they're not concerned about like anything like it makes no sense to me at all mm -hmm. it yeah, was just definitely. and the teacher was kind of annoying i don't know if it was just me but like he just seemed like kind of annoying like a teacher that i would not want to have <laughs> yeah um and so she's campaigning for homecoming queen against the evil girl it's so stupid <laughs> And then my favorite line, which I'm probably going to, like, use in the show notes, is the dad's, like, your campaign slogan should be Wendy who? Wendy woo. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, cute, but, like, it just felt so weird to me. Like, the way that he said that. Like, oh, Wendy who? Wendy woo. Yeah. And then he was, like, you, oh, you don't understand, dad. Like, the dad also, I don't even know if we talked about him, but he's so out of touch. Like, he has no idea what's going on whatsoever. And I feel like it's just a classic Disney Channel dad. Yeah. He's, like, there to be, like, the cutesy, like, dad that's just, like, a dad, like, a dad bro, you know? Like, yeah, everyone's dad is, like, like out of touch but, like, wants to be supportive. And it was, like, it was it was super strange. Like, it was. And I don't know anybody's dad that's like that. Just, like, a little bit – it was a little bit weird. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like it was, like, a weird family structure, too, because they were, like – they were, like, all, like – there to just like support wendy like their whole life is just like 
around Wendy allowing her to do like whatever she wants to do and they're just like but at the same time they like put her down like they're like oh you're so dumb Wendy like oh Wendy you know it's like it's like weird I was like what's going on here like what's this weird family dynamic and like I don't know I just found the dad like really weird and like his whole role (laughs) again his whole role is like the mooncake thing like where he just sits down (laughs) and he's like "Hmm, these mooncakes like (laughs) it's, it's strange it was, right. it was so weird. Like, how is he not concerned about like what's going on with like, his daughter and like the whole thing that's happening? Like, her whole family just does not seem like concerned and like bothered. Like, I don't know. And the whole mooncake thing, it took him like one minute. Like, let me eat something, and oh my god! Like, I am so cultured now. Like, oh, I am like so cultured. I know everything about Chinese culture. Like, I mean, I'm so in my roots. And I was like, you ate food. And, like, I get that you ate, like, cultural food. Like, you ate, like, a mooncake and suddenly, like, you're cultured now. Like, that's not how it works. Like, I could eat, like, cultured food and, like, I wouldn't consider myself cultured just because, like, I ate something. Like, that that part doesn't make sense. Like, her dad was just kind of, kind of, like, funny how, like, dumb he was and, like, how unconcerned and, like, unbothered he was. Yeah, honestly. And, like, their house, too. Like, to me, like, their house was, like, cool, but, like, their house was, like, completely, like, a square, and, like, everything was around. Like, that seems, like, cool, but then, like, it also leaves, like, a really weird thing, and, like, why was Wendy's, like, bed in the living room? Like, I don't know if it was just me, but I feel like all of a sudden, her bed was in the living room. It was, like, they only built, like, one part of the house, and then they just threw everything in there. But I was, like, why does the house look like that? Like, no hate. Like, it looks cool, but... I was just like really weird and like it, it it allowed for some cool shots of like them falling off and like ooh cool stunt she can flip ooh but it just was like really weird and like the whole family like honestly I don't even know anymore about the family <laughs> kind of useless um but now what happens is that we find out that there's going to be a evil attack um that happens every 90 years and this like reincarnation happens and then we find out wendy was like the reincarnated warrior thing and this is when we enter creepy guy <laughs> and he oh wear this it's going to protect you oh it's going to save you like what it's so weird it's so out of place it felt so rushed in the beginning but then by the in like the middle it felt like so slow and then at the end it was like go 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 like, it just yeah. felt like the structure was so off and, like, adding this guy in and he's, like, chasing her. And then she's, like, oh, my gosh, I had the worst dream. Like, this guy was chasing me. And then he, like, comes back out of nowhere <laughs> and chases her to school. And it's so weird. Like, I was so uncomfortable. And, like, the car chase scene is, like, so weird. And there's so much screaming. It just was, like, annoying. Yeah. And, like, I, I think I remember, like, he gets on the scooter and, like, follows him to school or something like that. And then get to school. She's, like, that's nobody. That's, like, my cousin. And, like, from then on, she refers to him as, like, his cousin, her cousin, which is, like, kind of strange. And, like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I can't really remember the middle of the movie. All I remember is, like, they have to do this, like, training. Like, they do a lot of training montages. And they're, like, okay, train. And then, like, da-da-da-da. And they, like, train. And, like, at one point, they, like, possess the teachers to help them train or whatever. But, like, at that part, I was, like, so tired. I was, like, what's going on here? Like, 
because like like you said the beginning of the movie was like very like disney channel i was like all right i'm getting into this this is cool this is cool and then the middle was like a bunch of montages and like a bunch of like random quips and like finding out culture and then by the end it's like this weird battle scene and like then you wasted like an hour and 30 minutes of your life and you're like what happened you know like i still don't know what's you know i agree it was it was messy do you have anything you want to add Bonnie? I think like everything was just so unrealistic. I mean, like, the whole movie is unrealistic. When we're like <laughs> actually like taking it apart, like he gives her like that amulet to like, protect her from evil until he can like fully train her. And it seems like in a couple of days, she's like fully trained against like this evil thing. And it's like, it takes years for people to like train against that. And it took her like three days. I don't, like, I don't know how long it even took her. Like the whole, the, the concept of time in the movie, like, I don't even know, like how long was things and like, she finds out that's like on homecoming night and she defeats him and i was like how is that even possible (laughs) i don't know it was just so like unrealistic there's this like one part i think that's part oh i remember the middle of the part of the movie it's like she has to pass this like jessica comes up to her in the hallway she's like you can't run for homecoming unless you pass your um history class like you need at least a c and so then wendy's like oh my god i need to study and then the warrior is like He's like a creepy warrior. He's like, if you wear this medallion and you um f- um train with me, I'll teach you how to get an A on like the test. And so like she does that, and he's like, and she's like, oh, how do we train for this test? And he's like, all you gotta do is meditate. And it's so like for like three straight scenes, she's just sitting there like meditating, and you're all and we're all sitting there like what's going on? And then and then like all of a sudden it cuts to like her coming out of class and like she's screaming and she's like I just got an A on the test. And it's like, wait, all you did was meditate. And so then, so then you're like, well, maybe I should start meditating for like, what is, what is in this meditation that is so mind blowing? And I don't, it was weird. It was weird. That was like the middle part of the movie. I think that I forgot. You summed it up great. I think that was perfect. <laughs> like imagine how life, how, imagine how easy life would be if you could just like meditate for a couple minutes and like get all A's. Like it would save me stress, like so mental stress. breakdowns and like days worth of crying. If you could just like meditate for a couple minutes and be like, okay, well now I'm going to guarantee get an A. Like, I don't know. That was kind of dumb. It was so weird. And like, it kind of fed into the stereotypical thing again. And I was like, oh, we don't need any more. We don't need any more of this. And, like, the meditation thing, like, I've tried meditation before. I don't have straight A's anymore. We, like, I don't, like, and it was so quick. Like, that's the training that she needed to defeat a 90 years worth of evil dude that's going to destroy the world. Yeah. And, like, we never find out if she's actually the reincarnation. Like, it's just, like, assumed. But, like, maybe he just trained her. Like, maybe she isn't the reincarnation. Like, it's so unexplained. It's so confusing. Like, like you said, we're depicting a movie that is literally so unrealistic. Like, I feel like we're breaking it down too much, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then from there, like we said, the middle part is really confusing. And they like are like, okay, if I can't teach you, let's have your teachers teach you. And like, then they possess them. And <laughs> it was so weird. I was so confused. And like, all of a sudden, like the gym teacher was there. And I was like, why <laughs> is the gym teacher here? <laughs> yeah. It was just... It was so confusing. That's literally the entire middle part. Um, But now we're close to the end because she's completed her training. She is qualified to defeat the evil. Ew. And like how quick, like that's so crazy. 
And then she finds out she's homecoming queen, which yay, homecoming queen. Um, please don't give that up, but she does anyways. And now the battle is going to take place at the same night as the homecoming dance. And then like from there, I feel like they quick cut to her walking down the stairs in her dress. And her dress was actually like pretty cool. I thought it was like cute. I don't think like most people would wear it nowadays, but like 2006, go for it. <laughs> and so it's a huge flowy dress. Like, I mean, it's supposed to like, like, I don't know, like in the scenes, it's supposed to like flow and like look all pretty, like slow-mo. Ooh. But from there, it just got so crazy. Then the grandmother finally like actually has a part and she's like, you must fulfill the destiny. And then she's like, no, 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 no. And then now Shen is going to go battle alone. And no, she doesn't like that. And now she saves him. And now they're in the museum. And why are they in the museum? I don't know. It's so, it's so fast. Like literally I wrote, why is it so going so fast? Yeah. And it's because of like the green box gets delivered there, which is like, um, now that I'm thinking about, I'm like, who delivered the green box to the museum? Like, was it the evil, like, spirit? But, like, how did the evil spirit do that? Like, that's, like, a weird, like, I feel like we didn't get really, like, a background story for this evil spirit. Like, it just is green CGI. And that delivered itself to the museum. And it's just there. And, like, it was weird. And then, like, she's all, like, I'm going to fight with Shen and, like, and then, like, there's, like, this thing where, like, she has to wear, like, this, like, traditional, like, robe um, to, like, battle. And, like, the grandma's, like, really insistent she wear it. And, like, yeah. At this point, I was, like, checked out. I was, like, <laughs> okay, so we get it. She's going to battle the evil guy. And, like, then, like, she weirdly, like, the girl, as we said before, like, the girl, like, she's upset with, like, Jessica or whatever, she gets, like, the green-eyed thing, so she's, like, the evil person they're fighting, and then, like, once she gets that off, she's, like, you know what, Jessica, you're gonna be late for homecoming, why don't you take my, almost as if she's doing, like, a Katie Heron, like, rip the crown out. Oh, yes. It was weird, it was weird, I don't know, I had, I was, like, ugh. <laughs> That, that sums up the entire half end of the movie pretty much yeah it was anything to add like i felt like you covered it perfectly your reenaction also you have very great recreations of the scenes i love it <laughs> but like also like throughout the entire movie they just kept mentioning cappuccinos and like yeah. i had to look up what that is it's basically like espresso and coffee with like foam so it's essentially like a latte with foam yeah and like that's that's what they ended the movie with let's go get a cappuccino i was like okay maybe they're gonna show them like getting a cappuccino and then credits <laughs> like i was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> but from there honestly we i'm literally just looking over my notes and i don't really see anything also the robe was pretty cool i have to say i thought it looked cute and but the grandma's like wear the robe wear the robe it's like almost the same kind of energy as that guy wear the medallion <laughs> wear it wear it wear it <laughs> Like, everyone's just forcing her. I feel like she wasn't, like, and independent, like, at all throughout the entire movie. Yeah. I feel like her character development was, like, really forced by other people. Like, okay, first she needs to wear this necklace. Now she needs to fight the guy, the evil spirit or whatever. And it was weird. It was definitely a weird time. And, like, I can't believe I, like, really enjoyed this movie as a kid. Like, this movie and, like, Geek Charming and, like, Lemonade Mouth and, like, Avalon High, I was, like, obsessed with. And, like, that's weird to me now because I feel like I would not like any of those movies except maybe Lemonade Mouth, but, yeah. 
I think Lemonade Mouth is still amazing. Like it's so I amazing. It's so amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Episode 44, go check it out. But it's mentioned, like, funny you mentioned Avalon High, because I literally never was a fan of that as a child. But I have an episode coming out about it pretty soon, so you guys should stay tuned. But yeah, that that's pretty much the end of the movie. There's not oh also there's the line in like the guy about the PDA, which is like personal displays of affection. And like at the end, he's like, break it up, guys, because they're like hugging because like they defeated the evil. Which literally is so funny because last year at my school, they had like a huge crackdown on PDA. And so like there's this guy, he literally reminded me so much of him. And he would like if he saw a kid a guy people hugging, he'd be like, Break it up, guys, break it up. And that's literally like the same thing that this guy does. Like, they just defeated 90 years worth of evil. Can they, like, get a quick hug? <laughs> yeah. It was just so weird. I was so confused. But that's the end of Wendy Wu. So, honestly, now we rate it. And I can't say I'm going to give it a good rating. I'm <laughs> thinking, like, I don't know. Do you guys want to go first? Are we doing it out of, like, a 5 or 10? Out of 10. Mm. I think... 10 year old me would give it a 10 out of 10 me too but like 17 year old me would probably give it like i'll give it like a three or a four like yay for like asian representation back in like 2006 and like yay for like it being a little bit like i think three would be like a good rating for me personally i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it four out of ten I'll be a little bit more generous because I'm going to calculate like previous enjoyment and then like me, it gave me a big laugh yesterday. So instead of doing, you know, what I was supposed to be doing, like physics homework and a push homework and AP Lang stuff, I got to laugh to this movie. So enjoyment status. Yeah, I did enjoy laughing to it. And I was like, all throughout today, I was like, I got to think of things to say because this was so funny. So, um, yeah, but it was like funny in an ironic way. It was not like supposed to be funny like that. So yeah. four out of 10, um, the Asian representation was a little jilted, but okay for 2006, um, enjoyment, like, okay, it wasn't, it was enjoyable. I mean, I did fall asleep like towards the end. I was like really bored of it. Um, so yeah, four out of 10, it's not the most spectacular Disney no. movie. I was actually going to give it a four out of 10 too. So I'm glad that like, I, okay. I usually, my guests are always saying that I rate things too low, um so like I always like I decided to let you guys go first because I wanted to like see like how low but I feel like I'm glad that four out of ten was like the thing like we said the Asian representation was very flawed it was it was very diverse like I'll give it that but it just felt very stereotypical it felt predictable it made no sense like time-wise there was no explanation things were just coming at you left and right it's boring. The music was good, but like also the one scene with the pool, they had like a random song playing in the background. And then all of a sudden one girl's possessed and the, the effects too much slow-mo. And like, it just felt very under underdeveloped. Like, why are we hating the one girl running for homecoming queen, Jessica? Like, <laughs> it's just so crazy. And like, yeah, four out of 10, I, I didn't enjoy that much, but it was, it was good to watch and I did fall asleep to it. So that should be a testament to it, but yeah. So we kind of talked about this a little bit already, but I usually ask my guests, like, if this movie or show came out today, do we think it would do as well? And I can tell you, I can pretty much speak for all of us. No, <laughs> this, it just felt like I said, it just, it, it wouldn't fly. Like some of the jokes, like I don't even, they're not even jokes. Like the chopsticks thing was supposed to be funny. It's not funny. Like there were so many things that they tried to like make funny, but like, it didn't land properly. Like it doesn't feel right to like watch it, I guess. Yeah, and I think it's kind of weird because 
even now, even though like we're come to a place in society where we're trying to like um, fend for more rights of like minorities, like people in the LGBTQIA, like things like that, like racism and all this stuff. I just feel like it's still like, it's still concerning that like even back then, like not even 14 years ago, people were just like, that's okay. Like whatever they were doing in the movie was like, okay. And inventive. It's like, it, it was like, like it's still racist. Like it doesn't matter if it came out in 2006, it came out in 2020, 2021. Like it, it still transcends. Like the, whatever it was saying back then is still what it's saying right now. Like whatever we think about it right now is how we should have felt it about it back then. So I find it kind of weird when people are like, oh, you know, like, you know, back then that was okay. I was like, well, it was never okay. You know, <laughs> like, um, and only now are we really seeing um, the effects of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. If it came out today, it would get so much criticism and like rightfully so. And like, it would probably be considered like a step back. Cause like, you know, crazy rich Asians and like things are coming out now with like good representation. So if it came out now, like it would be a joke. Like it would, it wouldn't do well so I definitely don't think that and I think that why like people were okay with it in like 2006 is again because not much Asian representation so like any Asian representation like people loved it like just even a little bit and I was like okay you know what finally there's like someone that looks like me on the screen and I love it and like now that we're like fighting for it and now that we're like going further with this now it'd be like unacceptable now it's like no like this is not Asian representations is like Asian stereotypical so yeah um and so as always I have a couple listener questions that people sent in about this movie so some of them are interesting so first we have one from Summer View Dude who's been on the podcast a couple times and asks if do you think that Wendy sets believable standards like as a character and I don't I'm gonna say I don't really understand the question um (laughs) but I feel like you're kind of like assuming like the idea of her like learning how to be like defeat the evil so quickly learning how I don't know just like as a believable character this wouldn't happen in real life like it took me I'm gonna be I'm still learning how to podcast I didn't learn like in a week how to podcast like I didn't learn like I don't know and like Wendy she just like is so like her, her whole family isn't bothered by like anything that's going on and like this is so unbelievable like this whole movie is unbelievable and I feel like that's the end of it really I feel like there's something else to say <laughs> yeah okay um and so the next one isn't a question it's just a statement um but this movie scared me so much from Dan from the spill the milk podcast um very relatable I don't think it scared me now but like as a child like we said the green thing which is so stupid like really yeah <laughs> anything was scary to me like I remember like watching like Rapunzel like Tangled in the movie theaters when I was like seven and I was like this is terrifying so like the green light definitely did scare me but it was like now looking back I'm like why was that scary it's literally just CGI and like not even bad CGI too really bad like Disney Channel 2006 like yeah um so then the final question which we kind of touched on this a little bit is from Saisha from the Brown Girls Rising podcast and the guy who was a sensei was really creepy in my opinion. Thoughts, <laughs> lol. We agree. Yeah. Um, it's he follows her around, very stalkery, like Joe from You Vibes. Also, side note, really good show, kind of creepy, um, but good show. Um, 
it's just the way that he like portrays like he is going to be the 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 solution to all of her problems i could not speak for like a second like he just presents himself as like i'm going to be like the almighty powerful i save everything i save world which i don't like that at all like i just didn't like that he was like wear this wear this wear this to the point where it's so annoying and like the whole following thing and like being on the scooter really creepy and like it not i don't want to say like he looked creepy but just like the way in some scenes that he looked like at the camera like he kind of like they kind of made him look like evil but he wasn't evil like he was one of the good guys like it felt very like they didn't know what to do yeah like and like sorry i go first like were they trying to do like a twist thing so like people would think he's evil but like he's really not and like and it's just so creepy like a guy following around a woman like what is that like that is so creepy and for them to like portray that in a disney movie and like people love disney movies so like children look up to that and like think that's okay i I, they should have like done it in a better way like introduce him as like an actual cousin or like a relative or like something other than just here's a random man i'm gonna show up to your house and now i'm gonna follow you and teach you how to do martial arts in one week it wasn't even a week like i don't know like three days i would say max Yeah. yeah And, like, I would agree with you. It's, like, if you think about it conceptually, it's a creepy guy, like, a random guy that we don't know, showing up to your house and being, like, you need to wear this medallion and you're going to train with me. Okay, in in our real world, is it ever okay for anybody to ever follow anybody home and give them random stuff and ask them to do weird stuff? And I think it's, like, especially real, like, um, especially, like, as, like, a woman, like, I'm, like, scared of, like, anybody who comes up to me in, like, random places and is, like, wear this medallion. Like, you know, like, (laughs) I've been taught, like, it's so scary out there in the world, like, especially for women, like, don't accept things from random people, like, you know, like, stranger danger. Like, as a kid, you were taught, don't get into random vans, don't accept candy from strangers, don't do any of this for strangers. It's, like, it's weird that this, like, random man shows up to their house like we bring this up so many times but like let's just talk about how weird that was like like we have to really define how weird that is so weird so weird so weird (laughs) well i'm so glad that we were all on the same page and so my final fun fact about this movie and i think we can all agree that this is probably a good thing there was originally going to be a sequel to this movie but it did not go through it was supposed to come out in 2008 um unfortunately it fell through which probably a good thing um if they kind of would have went the same route i feel that it did not need a sequel at all and honestly now i can say i've checked it off my list i don't need to talk about it anymore but yeah so i think it's about time to wrap up this episode thank you both so much um so you guys can promote your pod your instagram your tiktok whatever you take it away Thank you so much for having us. We obviously love to talk about TV. We get really passionate about it, um, especially on our podcast too. Um, so if you like listening to us on this podcast, no pressure. Um, but our podcast is at Even Little Things Podcast. And we're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And we would really appreciate your support. So if you want to go check out our podcast, it's on all listening platforms. And we just kind of talk about, we don't talk about TV shows or anything like that. We do occasionally, but we mostly just give advice, talk about teen topics, um, our experiences, our stories. We get a little personal on there sometimes. Um, you know, fun fact, um, one time my family shut down a water park. 
So um, you want to hear that kind of stuff, stories, you know, stories about going to the wrong locker, um, middle school, high school stuff. Um, check it out. And thank you again, Matthew, for having us on your podcast. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And it was such a fun time. I yeah, agree. Thank you so much. This was so fun to talk about. So thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you guys so much. Um, great guests, great talking, bad movie. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you guys so much once again. And thank you guys so much for listening. You guys can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm trying to upload my episodes to YouTube. It's not going very well, but we're trying. We're trying. We're living. We're learning. Um, go to my website. That's Matthew.com. Check out all the fun stuff on there. And yes, of course, subscribe to their podcast. Check it out. Amazing. Um, and yeah, there they'll be linked in the show notes below and on tagged on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.